0: Hey, Luke. Hey, Farrell, what's up? What did the painter say to her boyfriend?
1: Uh, I don't know. I love you with all of my art. This week on Another Digital Citizen, we'll be talking about news from the week, the second three best picture Oscar films, Dunkirk, The Post, and three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri, the 1517 to Paris, and Alone Together, episode 5.
2: This is another digital citizen. That's why the last job is
0: very
2: Five zero four. 5
0: Welcome, citizen. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to a special episode one, two, three. Isn't that funny? Look.
1: Yeah, it's awesome. (laughs) I like uh, those kind of numbers.
0: Uh, Episode one, two, three. On Valentine's Day. A special Valentine's edition of another digital citizen.
1: Yeah, it's Valentine's Day, so happy Valentine's Day to everybody uh, who is celebrating, and everybody who's not, uh, fuck Valentine's yeah. Day. <laughs> like you, you
0: you don't celebrate Valentine's
1: Day. I forgot it was even, we were coming close to Valentine's Day till yesterday when everybody was talking about it on like social media, <laughs> and I was like, okay, I guess it's coming up. Yeah,
0: let's hope, let's hope... Uh, People have less stress about Valentine's than I did. Uh, I I did send my girlfriend flower and uh, a balloon, and when I the order came to her, it was missing a thing because I have also ordered her some love hearts. But was the love hearts in the box? You think? No, it wasn't. And Throda was extremely. Enjoyably not angry at them about that at all. Nope, not me. I was not irritated. No, not me. Mm-mm. Somebody else. But yeah, no, it was fucking irritating, of course. It yeah, was. it's a
1: hassle, but what are you gonna do? Was it wasn't your fault.
0: No, nope, it was not my fault, but uh, uh, you, you know, when you want Valentine's to go. Extremely, like, perfect, but no. Some things you can't control, so fuck them. I actually love that company, and I I send them uh, a pretty nice mail because I I used them before for Christmas and things like that. Yeah, okay. And and, uh, uh, they are called prestige flowers, by the way, if you want to use it. Uh, and they're not they're not cheap, but they're not expensive either. I, I bet they're just really
1: really, really busy this time of year, and they just got that somebody made a little mistake because of how busy they are. That's yeah. my guess
0: that's
1: that's that's what my girlfriend
0: Margaret said as well that I are pretty sure uh that they're busy the most busiest day and the, the well the strange strange thing is, like, when I ordered flowers to her before and things like that, it uh, it has always come around, like, 10, 11. Today, it came 3 o'clock, like, in the afternoon. 3 o'clock in the fucking afternoon, like... (laughs) So I was like, is it there yet? No. Is it there yet? No. Is it there there yet? No. So I think my girlfriend's like, "Please, can't can't a parcel? Please, just come." So through, stops asking. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: but yeah, no, I, I'm not patient when it comes to that thing, kind of things, and uh oh, oof, I hate waiting. But yeah, no, she was
1: at it least was, it got there yeah. on the right day and not the day after or the day before. That's that could be even worse. But
0: yeah. So happy Valentine's, Margaret. I love you with all of my heart. See? Aww. I can be sweet.
1: How's the rest of your week, bro? Uh
0: My rest of my week was pretty good. Uh, it's been busy, uh, as always. I, I, I always feel like the week has enough days, and it doesn't.
1: <laughs> it never does, does it? No.
0: No. It's like, one day after another, it's like, oh, I'm going to do this today and this today and this today. <laughs> but then, you, <laughs> then you're then like, oh, okay, I don't really have time to do this and this and this because I did something else.
1: Right, yeah, that's how I always... <laughs> say it. That's There were a couple of days, I think Thursday, Friday for me were like that, where I was like, I'm going to get like 10 things done today, and you get one thing done, yeah. you're like, that's pretty good. I'm pretty happy with one thing getting done.
2: <laughs> I went...
1: <laughs> I went shopping, and I bought some salad. You like salad, right, Fro? Delicious salad. Yeah, I love salad. Yeah. And I just, you know, just grabbed the salad off of the... It's like the bag salad. There's all the bags. And I just grabbed it off. And I got it home, mm-hmm. and I look at it, and it's Star Wars branded salad. Ah! <laughs> it has... War Wars? I bought two bags, and one of them's got the Millennium Falcon on it, one of them's got Rey uh, with the lightsaber ah. on the front of it. And it says, Star ah. Wars... Uh, Star Wars... Recipes available at our website. This is the, mm. we've we got a little too far when you have Star Wars branded salad. <laughs> I think with the Star Wars branding.
0: That is fucking atrocious. Hey, talking about nice girls, friends. I have the book of Margaret here. Are you ready uh, for yeah. some wrestling? Wrestling competition again? <laughs> yeah. You have had uh, the three times, uh, yeah, the three last times you guessed number one, correctly. Yeah,
1: I so think it's been three, yeah, streak. three or four,
0: yeah. Yeah, so you're on the streak. Uh, today we are going to take top ten superstar tattoos. Many of the biggest superstars had meaningful tattoos, and what, who do you think is number one?
1: Meaningful tattoos, this is, um, that's a little tough, isn't it? Um, yeah.
0: I'm going to be honest, I've, I've, uh, I, I thought it was somebody else. Uh,
1: that got number one? I'm trying to think. Uh, yeah. meaningful tattoos, I guess I'll go with the rocks, like, bull, uh, a yeah, bull tattoo? Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, that's exactly what I thought was going to be number one. Uh, He's number five on the list, by the way.
1: Okay, what about Brock's dildo tattoo on his chest?
0: Yep, that is number one.
1: Oh my gosh. Yep. What a horrible one. That's a terrible tattoo. (laughs) That is a
0: horrible tattoo. Uh, The evil-looking demon tattoo on this monstrous uh, Lesnar's back. Strikes fair into anyone that meets him in the ring, according to this fucking book.
1: Okay. So they're talking about the <laughs> tattoo on his back, not the one on his chest. Yeah. All right.
0: Yes. Uh, number two, uh, Bam Bam Bigelow. That's a good one.
1: Yeah. yeah. Head tattoos. Uh,
0: number three, Baptista. Uh, for the fire-breathing bra- uh, dragon on Baptista's back.
1: Oh, uh, right. I was going to say, like, He's got some really generic, like '90s arm tattoos that are just really bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, his arm tattoos is horrible. Um,
0: then number four is Lita. Uh, that has a three-eyed demon tattoo on her right arm. Number five is the the Rock, as you said. Uh, number six is oh, number six is Roman Reigns. Uh, What? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Covering his uh, right arm, Roman Reigns' battle tattoo extends out his flak jacket and looks uh, like a powerful weapon. Where the fuck...
1: I don't even know what they're talking about.
0: Why is he on every fucking list?
1: Okay. Uh, Number
0: seven, Jeff Hardy. Uh, for the three roots waving on his right arm. Number eight is Goldberg and it's his tribal tattoo. Uh, that is number a nine terrible is, tattoo. Yes, it yes. is a horrible tattoo. Number nine, The Undertaker. Uh, the demon skull on Undertaker's arm. And number ten is Rey Mysterio. Angel wings. His angel wings.
1: Oh, not the 619 on his... Chest?
0: <coughs> no.
1: Yeah, I don't really get this list. What it's actually going for? So whatever. <laughs> I think we've realized after SmackDown last week with the
0: <sighs> with their top no, ten list thing. that didn't make any yeah. sense. I think we just realized yeah. at this
1: point WWE doesn't know how lists work.
0: Talking about wrestling this week. Holy shit! It was really bad one day. Uh Monday night raw was atrociously bad this week.
1: There's one good thing on there. Uh the Elias yeah. Bra- Braun Strowman segment with the cello? The
0: Elias Br- Braun Strowman segment was so fucking funny. I watched it twice.
1: Very. Uh, I mean, it was way out of character, but <laughs> Braun Strowman <laughs> could totally pull of it control. off. Remember? Way yeah. like during the Wyatt Family. Uh yeah. we, when we were on Skype for pay per views with other people who have we haven't done uh, pay per views with them in a while. But I remember being like, this Braun Strowman guy is great. I can't wait till he's just going around just beating everybody up in the back, and everybody's yeah. like, no, Braun Strowman. This guy's awful. He's terrible. I hate this guy. Yeah. And now everybody loves Br- Braun Strowman for doing the exact thing I said like way back yeah. then that I wanted him to do. And I think he's just great. He's Braun yeah, Strowman's not- the best thing in WWE right now for sure.
0: Uh, Braun Strowman is is the reason why I watch Monday Night Raw. Uh, that's saying something. Like if he wasn't on, if he wasn't on Monday Night Raw, I'm not sure I would fucking watch it. That's saying sure. something, right?
1: Yeah, I, I didn't mean, see SmackDown he... this week. I totally didn't see it last night. So,
0: oh, SmackDown was pretty good. Uh... <clears throat> I mean they they are building up to. Uh, their uh, pay-per-view that's coming up soon. Uh, right. What is it called again?
1: Uh, it's not
0: the Elimination Chamber because Fastlane? that's uh, wrong.
1: Is that what it is? Fastlane. Right. Yes.
0: Remember how much we loved Fastlane two years ago? <laughs> yeah, it was two years ago.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't all yes. that much better last year either, as far as I remember. But it wasn't as big. oh no, last last year was pretty good actually. Oh, was it okay?
0: Yeah, yeah yeah I I remember I remember we, we going out of fast lane last year last year and saying oh least this was not as bad as the year before <laughs> Yeah I know it yeah. wasn't ba-
1: as bad as the year before but I still don't remember it being all that great but who knows maybe I oh, no no no
0: not one of the best pay per views of the year uh, at all but it was it was a good build up to WrestleMania and what they are doing here with AJ Styles storyline with uh, with uh, AJ Styles and uh, oh, why can I not fucking remember their name? Suddenly,
1: well, there's four other people involved in it, so let's just say the other four people, because <laughs> I don't yes, know exactly who you're talking about. Because there's uh,
0: no, I, yeah. I meant, I meant, I meant uh, the uh, the brothers to be uh, like the, the friends the. I am not... Sami dis- Zayn uh,
1: and Kevin Owens.
0: Thank you, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Yeah.
1: Anyway,
0: uh, have you seen Trump uh Como-mer video this week? I have.
1: Yeah, this happened as, we, like, uh, this went on... Or it showed up online and on TV uh, pretty much as we were doing the show last week. So, it, mm-hmm. like... It was happening as we were doing the show, so this is mm-hmm. breaking news last week. <laughs> <laughs> breaking news
0: last week. Yes, and uh, we will see how it blows Because we have a video of it, uh, and we will start with that video now. Are you ready? Yeah. In three, two, one, go.
1: Okay, London now Walking. There's something weird going on on the side part of his head, you can tell, for sure. Yeah. And then he's walking up the stairs and, up. Oh, oh. It. What is going on there? He is completely bald. Like, but in a weird way. Like, who, who goes yes. bald on the back of their head like that?
0: <laughs> it's so weird.
1: Like, the sides of his head have hair, clearly. Yeah, but like, yeah. there's a strip all the way th- from the front all the way to the back that's bald.
0: Yeah. So now we know how his comoriumer is done, and it's pretty really terrific with that kind of hair hair loss. Can I, you guess, say?
1: I, I mean, I don't really 100% understand how this worked, but seems like he must have had it pinned back there somehow. Like it's. He has the side part of his hair is really really long and he like folds yeah. it around his head like a like a turban almost of hair. Yeah. And then he pins it in the back and that the wind must have got the pin and like it got you know it you could see where it like popped off and like the hair goes flying up in the air. It's yeah. creepy looking though. It really like for a <laughs> second I saw it and I was like is he an alien? What's going on
0: here? <laughs> He's an alien.
1: That's not how people go bald. Like, that just looks very strange.
0: Hey, talking about weird stuff when people going crazy shit, uh, I've seen this video of this valet woman that's suffering from a rare disease. And you will not guess what that fucking weird disease is, ladies and gentlemen. She wakes up with a British accent.
2: like what the fuck
1: and she's never left the united states she's never yeah, even been she, to england of any kind she's
0: type. from she's from texas she's from texas
1: right so you would assume she must have or originally she must have <laughs> had a maybe a texas accent her maybe not i don't know
0: and people go go like uh, i i love, love love like how she goes like how would how, why would anybody pretend to fake a uh, British accent? And I, I go like, well, <laughs> I heard people trying to speak English like that before. Like me, yeah.
1: Oh, I was gonna say, uh, uh Madonna. Remember when Madonna was Madonna, married to Guy Ritchie and yes. she faked her British accent for a oh. while, and then. I think she got so into some cool. weird religion after they got divorced, and then she British Allah. accent just disappeared for some reason after that. Yeah. Uh, but Allah. according to he this, never... oh. three times oh. in the past oh. seven years, Myers, this lady from Arizona, mm. has gone to sleep with a blinding headache uh, to wake up with a different accent. The first time it was Irish. The second time <laughs> it was Australian. Uh, both times it lasted a week. But two years ago, mm-hmm. she went down with a crippling ha- headache and woke up with a British accent, and she's had it ever since.
0: Do you believe her?
1: Uh, well, according to experts, they've done tests, and uh, she's not. It, it's not. She's not crazy. They've done tests for that to see if she's got mm-hmm. some kind of uh, chemical imbalance. You know what I mean? And that is not. According to the experts that have done tests uh, That's not true And this is apparently It's called foreign accent syndrome It's actually an extremely rare condition uh, That usually has to do with Some kind of neurological damage Or somebody having a stroke Or something like that Something that affects the brain So this is something that has happened to other people Uh, So it's not just this one lady But this is a very interesting example of it I guess and
0: she sounds really 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 british. Uh
1: yeah, I mean mm. yeah. Oh. No? It's a certain kind of british, you know what I mean? Like there's different kinds of british accent. So uh yeah, I mean yeah, but she does it doesn't sound like she's somebody who's just faking a british accent to me.
0: Oh no, 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 no. I I agree. I agree. She doesn't fake it. It doesn't sound like she's faking it, though, at least. Right. I don't know. But yeah, no, it's it's re- it's really really weird, and uh, and uh, I I'm not sure what to believe here. <laughs> like uh, I, 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 I can understand it, but so uh, eh, I'm not sure I understand it either. So weird.
1: I don't think hey it's something you're not really gonna understand because it's so out there, like. We really, yeah, just we have a concept of how the brain works, works, but we are not as humans do not a hundred percent know how the brain works. I think that's the most right. interesting thing. Yeah. Um, uh, Julian
0: Assange. We have some news about him. Uh, judge refuses to withdraw Julian Assange arrest war warrant. Um and uh, the Wikileaks founder continues to face arrest if he leaves the Ecuadorian embassy as a judge rejects requests to uh, quash warrant and uh, and uh, handing down her judgment at the Winchester magistrate uh, Court, Senior District Judge Emma Bart Beth, not said she would, uh, was not pursued by the argument from Assange's legal team that it was not in the public interest to pursue him for skipping bail. She said, I find the rest uh, appropriate response, even though uh, Mr. Assange has rejected his own freedom for a number of years.
1: Right, so I guess, there, the, at least for, to, ju- to the judge, uh, the reasoning is, Uh, He skipped bail, so even though Mm -hmm. the reason he was uh, in trouble in the first place has been dropped, that skipping bail in and of itself, they consider crime, but that's not like as serious as a crime as initially. It's not uh, rape allegations like we had heard uh, that were from Sweden, which we got some news about in our next kind of connected story. Uh, some emails came out from 2013 uh, showing that uh, statements from the UK made to the Swedish government uh, that they were try- that the Swedish uh, government wanted to drop the charges in 2013, uh, but the UK, uh, uh, they kind of, they didn't force them, but they they gave them reasons to not drop the charges uh, against Assange at the time.
2: Mm. Uh,
1: so, if the I mean, if that would have happened in 2013, we'd be talking about a whole different story. He probably would have been out already uh, if that was the case, but uh, that's just interesting because it, it seems like the UK was definitely involved in keeping those charges going, even though the Swedish authorities had said that they wanted to get rid of it. Um, and two judges this week, actually, uh, there was one judge they tried to go through that judge denied, uh, dropping the warrant. And then they went to a second judge in London and she also decided not to drop the warrant. So he's basically stuck there, even though he, uh, the crime he, they said he committed was dropped, was supposed to be dropped, whatever, uh, five years ago. Uh, he's still in there, so uh, what are you gonna do? I guess it's just—it's a very strange situation we're in, right? Or he's in, and and the, the whole world's really in because this has a lot to do with the freedom of the press when it comes down to it.
0: Hmm. Yeah, and we love the freedom of press. It's it's so fucking important, and I think like the the fight that Julian Assange. Here is fighting is something that will go down in history books as uh, one of the most important fights. Uh, I I I really, really, really do believe that
1: this whole story is just strange. I mean, during the Bush era, Julian Assange was like uh, Democrats were in love with WikiLeaks, and now that we're in the Trump era, Democrats can't stand WikiLeaks uh, and re- it's kind of switched where during the Bush era Republicans hated WikiLeaks and now the Republicans are all for WikiLeaks. and uh, I saw an ar- I haven't read it yet, but today an article came out from the intercept uh, says something about leaked chats with uh, between WikiLeaks. Uh, they discuss preference of GOP over Clinton, trolling and feminists they don't like. Uh, so apparently there's some leaked stuff out there, uh, uh, some WikiLeaks people talking in between each other, so if that's interesting, we might talk about it next week.
2: Mm.
0: <clears throat> hey, my girlfriend told me about this uh, case of the Norwegian Olympic theme that meant to watch <laughs> 1,500 eggs, but because of a translation error, they got... Fifteen thousand fucking eggs.
1: <laughs> I don't understand that what is, translation. Um, like, where is the mistake? I guess what they must have been talking. Like, or when you write down fifteen hundred, do you write it in a way that could be construed incorrectly, Fro? I, I don't know, <laughs> but it 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 is
0: fucking funny that uh, they uh, kind of like. Uh, uh, and we we see a picture of it as well. It's not like they 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 didn't get the eggs, but <laughs> like one thousand five hundred eggs. I, I I can understand that. That's not
1: too much, right? That's a still a lot of eggs, but not for an Olympic team. It's not. No.
0: Oh, so I'm I'm like thinking that. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a lot of eggs. I I agree that it's a lot of eggs, but it's not like it's it's uh uh it's uh, but then go get one thousand ta- uh, instead of one thousand five hundred, get fifteen thousand. What, what the fuck do you do with fifteen thousand eggs? Uh,
1: egg salad, uh, hard boiled egg. <laughs> Honey egg, uh, dippy egg.
0: But they literally ordered, uh, like a hundred times more than they needed.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. Obviously they a a zero was just added to the end. That's obviously what happened. According to this, the chefs put in the order, uh, put in the order for the local supermarket using Google translate. So that's where the, something went wrong. Is in Google Translate uh, mess something up, so when the order was received, they received it as fifteen thousand. Uh, it says, fortunately, the chefs uh, for the chefs, the supermarket took back uh, thirteen thousand five hundred eggs. That's quite a return. <laughs> like I have a uh, thirteen thousand five hundred things to return. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's like, it's like
0: yeah, I, 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 I wonder I wonder like when you, you get up in the morning and you, you like get out of bed and you're like oh, oh I wonder if my eggs came today. And <laughs> then just go there. It's like oh uh uh Instead of 1,500 eggs, it's like fucking merry Egg mess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, that, that is uh, one of my favorite uh, things that we have ever had. And I love that we have a picture of it.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, the guys, uh, the chefs there with the giant piles of eggs surrounding them is very funny selfie. <laughs>
0: Uh, okay, but yes. Um, now to something other. Uh, California police worked with the neo-Nazi uh, to pursue anti-racist activities. Doc what is this about?
1: Uh, some things came out about a 2016 rally. California police investigated a violent white nationalist event. Worked uh, uh, investigating a violent white nationalist event. Worked with white supremacists in an effort to identify counter-protesters and sought prosecution of activists with anti-racist beliefs, mm-hmm. uh, doc- court documents show. So uh, this was all that came out in a court he- hearing. The records was also show officers expressed sympathies with the n- white supremacists and trying to protect a neo-Nazi organizer's identity. They were included in court briefings from three anti-fascist activists who, who were charged with felonies after protesting at the Sacramento rally? Mm.
2: Uh,
1: the defendants were urging a judge to dismiss their case and accuse California police and prosecutors of cover-up and collusion with fascists. So uh, it came out that these, not only were these people were these police officers uh, going after the anti-racist activists who were counter protesting this, uh, racist rally. Uh, they were actually working with the neo-Nazis to keep, uh, the leaders of their group secret, uh, from, uh, uh, they weren't being put into police reports and things like that so that, uh, people couldn't find them. Uh, the police said it was because they didn't want anybody going after this person for being a neo-Nazi but they were going mm. after the people who were against the neo-Nazi groups. They were actually working with the neo-Nazis and asking them, okay, did you see this person there? Did you see that person there? Uh, and getting those people in trouble and not getting the people in trouble who were the neo-Nazis in the situation. So interesting uh, interesting little thing. Definitely shows that there is... Uh, it's all, this brings back up the whole bad apple scenario. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, that people talk about with police in America. Uh, Mm. Is it just a group of bad apples in police departments that do this stuff, or is it more systematic? And this goes all the way, uh, according to the court documents, uh, all the way to the uh, California police and prosecutors, uh, including the defense lawyers. So they're talking about a massive cover-up that, the police were working with neo Nazis. That's just crazy. What do you think, Fro?
0: Yeah, no, it's it's it sounds extremely extremely crazy. Uh, and uh, I feel like, uh, why 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 do it? I I feel like it it's like
1: makes no fucking sense at all. Because they're probably neo Nazis themselves. I bet you at some point <clears throat> these small groups of actual skinhead type neo Nazi, uh, KKK type groups, they've mm. they've thought it, it. Think about it. If you were in the, one of those groups and you were like, "We don't have any power to do anything uh, to stop this whatever," I, what would they say? Uh, ruining America or whatever, n- making it not white or something. So they would go, oh, well, what if we all just become cops and then we can, we'll have power over people. So they uh, convince a whole bunch of their, you know, uh, clansmen, I guess, and they all go, oh, let's go out and become cops. And then once one of them gets into the power, then you have a situation where the people who are going to try to call out the people who are doing uh, white supremacist or things that are bad that police officers shouldn't do, which we'll talk more about mm. in a second. Then you have a situation where the person calling them out is going to get in trouble because the person in charge is backing the people who were doing the bad things to begin with. Uh, right. So yeah. And then then you feel
0: anxious because you you you're bringing something out to the media that nobody was supposed to know about and shit like that Then you will probably get Problems from from your family, uh, no, from your yeah, from your police family because you right. you you told on them more or less.
1: Right, and I mean, if they're bad guys, if they're neo Nazis, like in this article, th- these are people yeah. that you don't really want to mess with, probably. No. Nope.
0: Talking about more bad police stories: Baltimore police officer found guilty of racketeering, robbery in gun trace task force corrupting case. A federal uh, jury convicted two Baltimore police detectives Monday for their roles in one of the biggest, biggest police corruption scandals in the city's history. Detective Daniel T. Harsall and Mark, Marcus R. Rayler, 31 and 48, were found guilty of racketeering, racketeering conspiracy and robbery. The uh, prosecution said that their uh, uh, comrades on the Gun Trace uh, Task Force had added uh, as both cops and robbers using the power of their badges to steal large amount of money from residents under uh, the goose of police work. Hazel and Taylor <coughs> face up to sixty years in prison. Thank fucking God for that.
1: Not only that, uh, uh, Herschel and Terrell were acquitted of possession of a firearm in uh, furtherance of crime of violence, a charge that carries a uh, a minimum sentence of five years. Uh, These guys, they were carrying around BB guns so that if they shot somebody, they would just put the BB gun on them and it would be an excuse for why they murdered a guy. Mm. uh so these this was a set up inside the p- police force uh racketeering scheme uh where they were robbing e- they were robbing drug dealers and then selling the drugs to other drug dealers at certain points Jesus. um this was a this was a gang within the police is what it's looking mm. like and yeah. they were called out by uh police officers. Before this, um, uh, but those police officers, there was one that was actually, uh, quit the task force that these guys were on because he wouldn't, uh, rob people. And that's how this all came out. So,
0: isn't that fucking sick, though? That is the reason. I mean, that is.
1: Yeah, funny. I mean, uh, there's no real oversight for. Uh, what happens if a if the police turn into criminals there's no police to police the police you know what I mean so yeah um when they do when you hear about uh a, a case where a police officer shoots somebody and uh like the case where the guy was running away and the guy the police officer shot the guy right in the back as the guy was running away clearly wow. not a danger to the police officer uh then you have other police in the same police force are the ones that are supposed to decide whether or not he's guilty, you know, uh, that doesn't, mm. it doesn't really work. You need something, some outside, uh, maybe civilian run, uh, group to be able to say, okay, is this, uh, legally okay or is it not, uh, when it yeah. comes to police? Cause you can't just have the police policing themselves cause you end up with things like this. Another interesting thing is uh, in Baltimore they've had like the the city has been complaining about problems with police for a long time for years and years and years and saying that the police have been doing these kind of things and nobody listened to them and now they this comes out the people of the city are going we told you this was happening and now you're you know yeah. what I mean uh, it's kind of uh, they were the, all the people who were saying this is a problem this is a problem and we're told no, you're an idiot, just shut up, police, it's just some bad apples, you know, this, that. And then this comes out and you go, okay, this was organized crime in our police department. Uh, you can't deny this anymore, so. I I guess, I guess I, I I understand how it
0: happened in one way, but one way I'm like, why, why, why was it turned a chic for so fucking long as well? Like atrocious.
1: Right, I'm sure this is happening other places, too.
0: Ah.
1: Hey, another case that my girlfriend gave me this week.
0: Oh, Thank you, Margaret, for all the news you gave me. The uh, BBC. South African lions eat poacher. Living in justice. Oh, I, I was so happy. a uh, so just big cat, cat poacher has been eaten by lions near Kruger National Park in South Africa, police says the animals left little behind, but some body parts were found over the weekend at the game uh, park near Houdenspruit. Uh, the victim, it seems like the victim was poaching in the park when he was attacked and killed by lions. Uh, <laughs> Limkupu policeman spokesman. Mwachenagweb called AFP. They ate his body, nearly all of it, and just left his head and some remains. Ah. Oh, good.
1: Right. Good. Uh, I, I don't think they've actually confirmed like who this person is or anything, or at least according to this article, but uh, it is interesting... In the sense that this guy, or it says here in the beginning of last year, in the same area, uh, male lions were found poisoned uh, with their paws and heads cut off, and then we have this, uh, where this guy was found, uh, basically only his head was left after uh, the lions killed him, so it's kind of strange karma happening here.
0: (laughs) Not strange, just karma. <laughs> uh, then Obama and some Obama use what? former uh, Obama official confirms Steele dossier was given to the state so i i was reading of this like there's uh this uh, uh and former british spy Christopher Steele uh, had some aliases of Hillary Clinton,
1: right? Uh, no, Christopher Steele. I don't know if Christopher Steele is a Republican or not, actually, but he's oh. a f- uh, he's the you know the dossier, the P. B. dossier, as people yeah. call it. Yeah. Uh He's the person that put that together for um, Hillary Clinton and a group. Uh, that we're working on getting dirt on Donald Trump. Um, people have said that the, that uh, they don't know how uh, the FBI, right? Yes, the FBI started the investigation. That That's kind of been a questioning thing that we've been wondering about. Like, how did this all start? And one of the stories, if you remember, was the whole... Guy in Australia uh, talking to the Australians, getting drunk and telling them about Russian secrets or whatever. That was one thing. Uh, mm-hmm. This is saying that uh, this Christopher Steele and allies of Hillary Clinton gave the intelligence report, uh, the dossier, uh, to this official, a former presidential uh, Obama presidential official. So the the State Department received this. Document from Christopher Steele and allies of Hillary Clinton, and then during the camp campaign, mind you, the FBI started investigating Donald Trump uh, based off of Hillary Clinton uh, data that was being that was being used specifically to try to make Donald Trump look bad. Mm. Uh, which that it makes you wonder. Uh, if that's all they needed to start this investigation was obviously biased report uh reporting uh the this was paid for uh Fusion uh, GPS paid for this Christopher Steele to do this uh, the DNC paid Fusion GPS to pay Christopher Steele to do this uh and their job was to find dirt on Donald Trump uh this guy Christopher Steele went to Russia and paid people in Russia to give him dirt on Donald Trump, so those people had a had an incentive to come up with the craziest stories ever because they were being paid for their stories, right? Mm. So that does that does not say anything as to whether those stories are true or not. I think most people at this point don't believe the uh, there were uh, hookers peeing on Donald Trump's um, bed Donald or whatever. Trump I don't think yeah. people believe any of that's true but from this article in The Hill it seems like that's the reason this whole investigation started in the first place was because of this Fusion GPS dossier that was created by the Clintons and this Mm. guy, Christopher Steele so that's what this whole thing's about is um, how this all started and it seems like a circle (laughs) you know what I mean? It's circular it's like uh. Well, why why did uh, why is Donald Trump being investigated for this? Oh, because he cheated during the election, uh, and he beat Hillary Clinton. Yeah. Uh, well, okay. Well, why did why is he being investigated for that? Oh, well, Hillary Clinton is the one that came out with the information to get him in trouble or to get the FBI involved in investigating him, and she was the one that was running against him at the time. So it's a little. That's obviously going to be a biased source. ...of information to start an investigation off of. Mm. Uh, Does that make sense, bro? Yeah. That
0: makes perfect sense.
1: So this is all just very strange. Uh, It's all this circular logic... ...and it comes back to the whole thing of... ...we're we're not even talking about... ...the Russians hacking our election anymore. (laughs) It's this whole other argument now of... ...did Donald Trump obstruct justice? Uh, Did he try to stop an investigation into something that was never from, according to this was an investigation based off of a dossier that nobody believes is real. Anyways, Mm. very strange. This whole thing is very, very weird. So, uh, so I guess just wrapping this up, uh, it says in the article, uh, criminal refer the, the criminal referral, uh, meaning the stuff, uh, when this was given to the FBI, the criminal referral states that the a friend of the Clintons. So it doesn't actually name this person who was the uh, was the ally of the Clintons that was working with Steele that gave this document to them, but it says a friend of the Clintons. This was in an actual document uh approached an Obama state department official with a document making claims about Trump which the official then passed on to Steele, who was at the time a paid informant for the FBI. So then it turns out that this guy Christopher (laughs) Steele, while working for Fusion GPS, while working for the Clintons, and going to Russia to pay for these stories about Trump, was all this whole time working for the FBI. It's getting crazier and crazier uh, when you really pay attention to this whole story and how interconnected it all is, so.
0: Hey, look, if you were trying to, I mean... Well what 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 do you think like people get stopped by we, police by it's mostly drugs right drugs drug related incidents
1: what traffic stops no yeah. i would say probably uh alcohol or a headlight drug? a headlight being out is probably like uh, the most
0: but uh, if they are smuggling things it's mostly drugs isn't it Uh, Sometimes, yeah. Well, it's not 4,000 fucking kilos of oranges. (laughs) Spanish police finds 4,000 kilos of oranges in a traffic stop. And we have some beautiful, amazing pictures of this. Uh, The cars are brimmed to the top of <laughs> orange one of them is
1: overflowing with oranges right
0: <laughs> it's just so funny. it's
1: amazing it's
0: it's it looks it looks like um uh, you've seen those clowns coming out of cars in the in the circus right sure <laughs> where, where you don't think there would fit so many clowns. I would not think <laughs> so many oranges could fit in a fucking car. You remember when we had Merry Xmas? E- uh, is this Happy Orange oran orange-mas?
2: What? <laughs> <Happy> <laughs> I, I have no idea. Yeah.
0: But it's so fucking funny. And it's... Uh, like, the subject was stopped last week when police became suspicious of the vehicles driving in a conway
1: at night. That's a weird reason to pull people over, but... <laughs> this was in Spain. Yeah. Uh, in a town of Carmon. Yeah. Uh, five little... people were detained and, and, and sus- on suspicion of theft. So I guess they think they stole all these oranges. Uh and like it says, these cars were all filled with oranges. They were all driving in this convoy, going wherever they were going. It says, the arrests were important not only to th- uh, thwarting a theft, but also in preserving the food security of the possible <laughs> consumers who would have had these oranges. <laughs> I don't know what, like, what do they think these people are going to inject the oranges with, like, PCP or something? I don't understand... <laughs> what they're worried about this food security of uh, these oranges. But. I love
0: this case, I just love
1: it. 4, I mean, kilos. I Cook. guess, uh, maybe if you were going, maybe they're going up north with them, and you could, for you know, and where the oranges don't grow, and they maybe could get Norway a lot money for them.
0: Maybe they were yeah. going to Norway with this orange. Like.
1: I, I doubt it because Nor—I know Norway has some serious <laughs> laws when it comes to bringing things across the border.
0: Yes, we do. <laughs> That's why I said it's <laughs> trying to. Yes, <laughs> I think if they were
1: going to sneak yeah. anything in Norway, it'd probably be alcohol because the the markup on alcohol in Norway, I from what I understand, is like yeah. huge. So it is
0: huge. Ah, oh, but yeah, I would love to talk to them about oranges. But uh, Tron is going to tell the truth about Take Your Time Back.
2: This is Tron with Tron Tells the Truth. I've done this segment for over a year now. Sometimes it's easy. Sometimes it's difficult. Sometimes I can find five spots in a week to put in. And sometimes I just wander around too late at night to say have, have something to say in three minutes or four minutes or what I feel for. So, what have I, my thoughts of this year, is that nobody really care and mean it. Yes, I can say that nobody cares, but a lot of people cares, but you know how to do things. I think the public enemy said once that the real revolution is the evolution of the mind. Well, I think the real revolution is when you get your fat ass up on your couch, or... Stop sending bullshit on Facebook or spreading things because the real evolution is when people doing something. You can be for 10 minutes a day, one hour a day, because everybody said they don't have the time. Yes, most of the people don't have the time to do anything. You want to spend time with your family, okay, you have a lot of many hours of work, you want to spend it with your girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever friend, and that's understandable. But anyway, if you don't do anything, many of this, that time, going to be less and less and less. So, yeah, I, I saw uh, a, a, a poll out how effective people are. Are people more effective when they work tw- 10, 15 hours? Or 7, 8? It shows that Norwegians who work less are more effective. So you can ask yourself, why do employers keep p- having people working more and more um, for less pay? Because they want to own you. Because they want your slaves. When you, st- uh, when you do not have time to think or do anything or s- start to work for making a better world, at unless they are happy because they don't want that. That is the real problem. You have less and less time. And that less and less time you have to start to use to get more and more time. Because when you, before you know it they're going to take the rest of the time away from you. That is Tron with Tron Tells the Truth.
0: That was uh, Tron Tells the Truth about take your time back. Uh, we have an email address. It's another digital citizen at gmail.com, another digital citizen at gmail.com. I saw that you asked people on our Facebook group to send in the most stupid question that they had.
1: Oh, yeah, I did do that. Uh, yeah. which I guess we could do the one that was on the Facebook. We'll start with that. Yeah. Uh, which is actually my madre. My mother posted that on there. hmm. I'm going back to see what the question was. The stupidest... G- I w- some somebody posted up uh it was bill bill posted up this dumb question about somebody being a long-haired christian and so <laughs> yeah. i said i wanted other people to put up their dumb questions yeah so we got uh my mom says can you communicate to a cat using a telephone
0: can you communicate to a cat using a phone yes i think
1: uh i guess it would be possible
0: well, uh, I don't like cats and I don't have cats, so.
1: I think I never... it would be, you would, if you trained your cat well enough, you could do it. I know people, I've seen people have trained their cats to like use the toilet and flush yeah. the toilet. Yeah. So I, I think you could train your cat to use the phone if you wanted, if you really,
2: <laughs> really had the, really uh, wanted
1: to. <laughs> right. If you took the time to really train it and everything, right. you could call it up and be like, Hey, uh, Whatever boots turn the heat on when I get home, The you know, it's not cold in the house. Mm -hmm. That would be kind of cool if you could do that, though. Definitely. All right, let's go through some emails. I got an email from this uh, lovely lady named Margaret Johnston. I think you've heard her from. (laughs) have Margaret send you an email? Really? Okay. She's just wishing for a happy Valentine's Day from his girlfriend, Margaret. It says, I love you very much. Oh, and you. then it says, please keep this a surprise from Fro-Luke. So that's why I, I had to avoid talking about it earlier off-air. It was like, Hey, do we have any other emails? I'm like, kinda. A Aww. little bit. Like- thank you,
0: Margaret. <laughs> thank you so much.
1: <laughs>
0: that was a really nice surprise.
1: So, uh, I'm, of course we got a Tilly email, because she's not here again this week. Uh, Hey guys, Little Miss Pregnant here. Just checking in. This week I've had another belly.
0: Yes. (laughs) Okay.
1: This week I've had another belly growth spurt, and I'm now looking almost ready to drop. Even though I've uh, sorry, even though I have six weeks to go, Uh, I have my baby shower this Saturday, so I've been spending quite a bit of time arranging games like guess the chocolate bar in the nappy. Oh right, yeah. I've heard of that. Uh and guess the flavor of the baby food. Oh my gosh. Baby food you shouldn't even feed baby food to babies, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um my guests are going to hate me. Uh TV wise this week uh Stacey Dooley is back on the BBC with some hard-hitting documentaries which I highly recommend. Uh although they are rather depressing. Uh, for more fun, for a for for a more fun watch, I've been rewatching Archer from the beginning while I struggle to get to sleep. Uh, I've never really been a fan of Archer. Fro. Me neither. Okay, being pr- being pregnant not only makes you extremely tired but it also prevents you from getting to sleep. <laughs> I know it makes no sense. Is what she writes. Uh, Two Doors Down is back for series three on BBC. It's uh, I'm on episode three now and love it. Uh, there's just something about Scottish comedy that really tickles me. It may stem from watching Rab C Nesbit as okay. a kid. Do you know what that is, Fro?
0: Nope. I have no clue.
1: i'm gonna I'm gonna google that real quick uh, and then continue, okay. Anyways, I miss you guys and hope you are uh, and hope to be back very soon, if not tonight. Well, clearly she's not. I hope everyone is good and happy Valentine's Day, a.k.a. Uh, but useless shit, prove your feelings to uh, for someone day. <laughs> a.k.a. useless shit to prove your feelings to someone day. Okay. Uh, Maybe okay. I should say happy Hallmark Day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I almost forgot how amazing it is that there has been reports that a lion poacher has been eaten by lions. Haha, ha, karma in action right there. That's what we said, Tilly. That's yep. hilarious. Mm-hmm. Uh, take it easy. Peace and love. Uh, The the Tillsbury Dough Girl.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Thank you, Tilly. Uh, Thank you, Tilly. Rab C. Nesbit. I'm looking this up right now. Uh, 1990 to 2014. So, it had quite a run here. Uh... Some I don't I don't even know, I don't know what this is about. I'll have to do some more research.
0: Mm. Have we gotten any
1: other emails? Nope, that's
0: it. I saw some questions on on, on Facebook I uh, as well uh, that uh, our friend Jeremy was asking. Okay. Why are the, yeah? Why are the ducks so good? Uh, damn fast on skates. What they are they are escaping?
1: Right, I was assuming that had something to do with uh, the Olympics, right? <laughs> yes,
0: I think so. <laughs> they probably they probably won won some sky skating. Oh, uh, sure, tennis. I guess so.
1: Uh, Maybe he's re- referring to World War Two a little bit, but I have no idea.
0: Yeah, no clue. But thank you so much, uh, everybody, uh, for for. Uh, giving us uh, some uh, content. (laughs) Content, yeah. Good for them. And by the way, yes, check out our Facebook group, Another Digital Citizen on
1: Facebook. Do it! Do it now! Do it! And go subscribe on iTunes and give us a five-star review there. Go to SoundCloud, give us a review there. Make it good. Speaking of reviews, real quick, before we get into Eurovision, uh, Smart Wrestling Fan did their review of West Coast Wrestling Connection this week. Oh, how was it? Uh, It was pretty much like all the other Smart Wrestling Fan reviews they've been doing for the indie shows. Uh, Mm. uh, It wasn't a glowing review, but it wasn't as bad as it could have been. Maybe I'm just really critical of myself because I work on the project. I watched the same episode and I would have been harder on it than they were, so okay so I was happy with it um it made me look more critically at it and and go wow these are some things we could fix we could fix this here and this you know what I mean so yeah mm. I'm happy with it uh but yeah people go check that out if you want
0: Eurovision time it's always time for Eurovision time isn't it <clears throat> Jeremy Jeremy <laughs>
1: so yeah anybody who hates Eurovision just skip seven minutes ahead right now <laughs>
0: Uh, Malta is the first uh, one uh, we saw this week, and uh, it was Christabel with Taboo. Uh, you got the final uh, national final pro- uh, performance with a uh, Black Panther in the background. What did you think about Christabel with Taboo, my friend?
1: Not a Black Panther like. In American Black Panther. No. Like a, a guy in an afro with a fist up. No, the no. other kind of Black Panther. Yes. Um, I thought it was awful and I yeah. thought she was horrible. This
0: was atrocious, wasn't
1: it? This was the worst song we've seen. At, I mean, we've all, this is the third song, but this yeah. is definitely the worst one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. So fucking And bad. she was just not good. She's just not a good performer. No, no. I do like that you gave me, you didn't give me any music videos. It's easier to do a, like a review of something that's going to be in Eurovision when yeah. getting a live performance. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: now well, she was shit. She couldn't sing for... She couldn't a... dance? She could dance. She could do anything. This was it maybe felt... the most atrocious thing I haven't seen in Eurovision in fucking ages.
1: Until the camera zoomed out and you saw that there were probably 10,000 people <laughs> yes. in, the ar- in the arena she's at. Yeah, um, yeah. It felt like a high school talent you, show. Yeah.
0: Uh. But but a high school uh, talent show where nobody had talents. That's the fucking problem.
1: Well, that is every high school talent show
2: from. <laughs> That's fine.
0: <laughs> there are so, maybe sometimes some talents. I have been in a in a talent show. Yeah, so look, what are you giving this atrociously fucking atrociously bad thing from Malta? Uh, one, I guess? Yeah. Me too. I'm also giving this a one. Then we have uh, a little place called United Kingdom. And uh, it is... Uh, uh, their entry is Suri with Storm. And I also gave you the live performance of this. What did you think about Suri with Storm?
1: Uh, at first, when it started out, I was like, "This is gonna be another," if feeling very uh, high school ask performance. But then it started getting going, and the real the beat of the song really kicked in, mm-hmm. and I went, "Oh, this is a contender right yeah. here oh, yeah. for Eurovision."
2: Oh, it's a
0: good contender as well. I totally agree with you. I am so fucking stoked for United Kingdom. I think they picked a really, really, really good contender here. Of of what we have seen so far, this is definitely the best. And oh, yeah. she, and she can sing for fuck's sake. She can sing. She has she has pipes. Uh, I
1: thought the very opening of the song, it felt very flat. Mm. But I think it felt flat on purpose, so that mm. once you get that build-up... Yes. That was the other thing. I, I mentioned yes. this last week, that neither of those songs really had the build-up to get to that crescendo where like Ooh, the crowd yeah. would pop. Yeah, And this song has this part in it where it starts out very flat, yeah. and it builds and builds, and then it pops the crowd. It, like I'm starting to realize that Eurovision is like wrestling, in the sense that uh, to win... You have to pop the crowd. You know what yes. I mean. You have to get oh, the, you get true. the crowd going, and yeah. that's just how wrestling kind of works. And you watch the Malta song, and you're like, "There's no nowhere in this song is it going to make the crowd pop." No, no. But you no. watch the UK song, and you're like, yeah. "There's multiple places where the crowd will go, ah, yeah. and get all crazy." You know. Yeah. So, I, yeah.
0: I and I totally agree with you. There, there, the build up in the United Kingdom song is, is is one of the best i have heard in in fucking years and i'm 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 really 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 surprised uh, that this got picked i've seen the whole comp- uh, i've seen clips from the whole competition and this was definitely the best one of the uh, of the of the day and i i, I just felt like it, it 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 takes uh, like you said. It has this slow, slow build up to a crescendo of of, of the ending, And where you're sitting like, "Holy shit! This was an experience from the start." Where it starts out a little like slow, slow, like you said, but it builds and it builds on me. And I've heard it many times now, and this is fucking maze balls. And I'm not oh, yeah. saying that. Just because I have a British girlfriend. I'm actually saying this because I'm a music fan. I love this song. Yeah.
1: Yep, yeah, yeah, very good. Well, why don't you start? What are you going to give it?
0: I'm going to go and uh, give it uh, the next to uh, perfect score of 10. Because uh, in Eurovision... Uh, 12 is the highest score you can give. But uh, I will give this a 10.
1: Well, we're going out of 10. So why don't you go out of 10? What?
0: Ooh, out of 10? 9. 9 out of 10, then. Okay. Yeah, 9 out of 10. All right. I'll give it a solid 5. Yeah. A solid 5 from you is amazing. <laughs> mhm. <laughs> Luke hates your original songs, so <laughs> so when Luke gives after, <laughs> if if Luke gives more than four, <laughs> it's an amazing. It's sp- a good song, right? <laughs> <laughs> because Luke hates it. But yeah, but uh, I I I I can't wait to continue this. What? But yeah, really good. Uh, but I I also think uh, Malta's. Some kind of
1: highlights how good the UK is. Also, uh, maybe, but I watched the UK song before I watched the other song. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, they, and I, I still, I still pop for the UK yeah. song. So I didn't, it, I didn't, I wasn't affected by it when I watched it the first time. But mm. I can see what you're saying. Like mm. it does make it look better than it 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 would have if I didn't watch the Malta song afterwards. For sure. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Uh, let's uh, move on. I totally lost the plot. Where are we? We're there. Okay. TV
1: round. Have you seen
0: anything on TV this week?
1: Uh, yeah. I did. Uh, well, I finished Altered Carbon last night, actually. Okay. Uh, watched the last episode. Have you, Did you finish it yet? Uh, no. Okay. Um it wraps up like a murder mystery show would wrap up, you know what i mean? like the detectives got everybody in the room and he tells everybody how the m- crime went down. You know that classic scene from like a
0: Yeah, from like a
1: that's exactly what it was, I was going to say Poirot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, it's got that scene at the end of it uh, which i i enjoyed and overall i really like the show but it like i said last week there's something just Missing about it, I don't. I don't know what it is, but I think it's the main actor is just not (laughs) expressive enough. Maybe I think is what it is.
0: Cool. Anything else?
1: Uh, the big thing we probably both saw this week: Celebrity Big Brother U.S. Yes. Season one.
0: Yeah. With some good players. Um. It. More uh, exciting than I was thinking it was going to be. To be honest with you, it 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 it, it is really Big Brother, Big Brother uh, USA. Like I like the way they are filming it and things like that. I think it was interesting how good uh, some players are and some players are fucking awful. Um, well, I mean, you
1: gotta, some of these, it's clear, the one guy, um, meta World Peace, has never yeah. even seen Big Brother, ever. Mm-hmm. And then you have the one lady... Uh,
0: <laughs> because he was, voted, he voted wrong the first time.
1: Right, he voted, he, he thought he was supposed to vote to save, and he was voting to get rid of, and so he voted for the wrong person, yeah.
0: That didn't, it didn't really have anything to say, so...
1: Yeah, the, the, yeah, it wouldn't have had any effect anyways, oh. but it is funny that he just, he has no <laughs> clue what's going on at yes,
0: all. absolutely no clue.
1: But the one lady, Brandy, yeah. who's in the show, which I didn't realize, but she was in Big Brother UK, which there were a lot of people in the show going, oh, she's, she already knows Big Brother. She's a threat because she knows the game of Big Brother. But Big Brother, U- Celebrity Big Brother UK is, and Big it's Brother different. US are... So not different. the same game. It, it, it's, no. you're not even you're not getting any practice by playing no, Big no. Brother UK and then going to Big Brother US in not any at way whatsoever. No. Um. One That's thing crazy. I found interesting at the very beginning of the season, almost like every other Big Brother US season ever, we had our all female woman's alliance. Yeah. Which never, ever, Where ever in sucks. the history of Big Brother has ever worked.
0: And not this time <laughs> an all <either>. women's
1: alliance. <laughs> it's like every season of Big Brother U.S. In the first two weeks, there's always a all women's alliance, and it always gets broken up maybe two or three weeks in. And this didn't even take that long. It took a couple of days. Yeah. Um, but I thought in this climate of that we have right now in America, as far as like uh, women getting together and fighting for their uh. place in the world and really organizing and everything i thought if any year we're going to have a female alliance that actually works it's going to be this year and (laughs) it took two (laughs) days and they were broken up yeah
0: chuck ladell the first one out uh kind of sad for that because i want to have someone i knew actually was who was in this fucking house um Dollar. Biggest
1: news out of it this week, at least here in America, was the Omarosa talking to Ross saying that uh, he Tr- Ross was asking her about the Trump White House. Mm. And she says um, he asked, oh, well, is everything going to be all right? And she says, no, no, everything is not going to be yeah. OK. Think This is it's not going to be all right. Don't yeah. don't. He's like, what did he say? He said, uh, we, we just want you to say everything's going to be OK. And she's yeah. like, but it's not going to be okay. Yeah. And so that was on, you know, MSNBC, CNN, uh, ABC, uh, NBC. It was on all the news stations uh, because it has to do with Trump. Uh, so, yeah, those were the interesting things, I guess, this week, really. Oh, uh, uh, well, Shannon Elizabeth we have, uh, is had a really one good that... game player. Yes. But sorry. she is going to get kicked out because she's playing way too hard yes. way too soon. But
0: she's really good.
1: Um... She is very good. But uh, who was the other one
0: that went out this week? Because she had a uh, breastfeeding
1: problem. Oh, uh, I don't know. I don't remember her name, but it's Rudy from uh, the Cosby Show. Yeah, which I that was a great part of this too, where that that lady was kind of talking to uh Almarosa saying, "How could you back Trump like that? Like, how could you get on his side and and don't you hate yourself for um for doing that?" And she tur- she turns to the lady and goes. You were on the Cosby Show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, who you, you, Who is? Who are who, you to talk to you? me about? Yeah.
0: yeah. Okay. Main topic.
1: Oh, uh, no. who do we want to win, no. actually?
0: No, who? And I forgot one thing I have watched that you told me to, to watch this week. Okay. Uh, who do you want to win? Who do I want to win? Jesus. Hmm.
1: Or who do you think will win? One or the other?
0: I kind of want Amorosa to win. Okay. Yeah.
1: I have a good feeling about Ross. I Ross think he's is playing good. a good, good game so far, staying uh. under the radar. So we'll see what happens, I guess.
0: Uh. Uh, but uh, another thing I watched this week, and you will be happy that I watched it. Ha ha! Aha!
2: Uh-huh
0: see what I did there. I watched Happy. It's fucking amazing. I, the I, ending's
1: really good, isn't it?
0: Oh, so good. So good. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. So, at the end, when uh, uh, the fake, well, <laughs> I can't really call it the fake uh, unicorn, the uh, decides to stay stay with him that was really really sweet but the main uh, villain changing bodies holy shit
1: uh yeah and then the scene where he he the bad guy does like the drugs i think it oh. must be meth or yeah. something and then they go into the place with the toy land yeah. and he sees all the people with like Uh, you know, it looks like Nutcracker Sweet or something, Yeah. but then you see what what actually it is, and it's like, oh my god, this is terrifying.
0: Yeah. But it was so amazingly filmed. Like, uh, uh, since I gave the spoiler alert, we can really spoil it. Like, I mean, uh, the story about him finding his daughter is so fucking moving as well. Like, how he transformed during, like, it begins out being this rough, tough, uh, alcoholic, known uh, uh, and nonsense guy, and and ends up like actually having feelings for his girl that sh- he didn't even know existed. And right. was,
1: yeah, but like, I mean, in the end, he is still crazy. Yeah, f- yeah, that's the gra- That's the best part. It's like. Uh my favorite part maybe the whole series is the scene where it's like halfway through the series and the the Santa guy can see happy. He can yeah. see the cuz he's crazy. So he can see what the little kids can see and he can see what uh the main character could see. That was the most interesting part for sure. And he tries to eat him, remember? And he yeah. like has to spit him up is very good. Yeah. Yeah, no. I I I I
0: thought uh, the blend uh, between animation and non-animation was maybe one of the best, best things I've seen since uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Uh, it's 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 dark as fuck, and I loved it. I was so happy about happy, and I do think it will end up of uh, my best show of the year. Uh, it's definitely my best show this this year so far. Uh, oh yeah,
1: okay. And it's very funny, too. It's, it's dark, but it's, it's a dark comedy. It's so fucking so.
0: funny. It's so fucking funny. I, I was a little worried. I, I'm going to be honest with you.
1: The first episodes are meh.
0: Especially the first episode. But after right, but it the is first...
1: building, for sure.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. But after that, it goes fucking insane left-hand, yeah. Let's move on. Uh, the main topic is, uh, the three second best picture, uh, films. You will talk about the post first.
1: Right. Uh, the post, uh, directed by Steven Spielberg, uh, has so many good actors. I don't even know where to kind of like end, but it's got Meryl Streep, Tom Hanks, uh, Bob Odenkirk, uh, Alison Brie, David Cross, which I, very funny to see David Cross in this, because I was, I heard his voice, uh, and I'm like, oh, that sounds familiar. And I realized that I'm watching uh, Just Shoot Me right now, mm. uh, and he's in that. It, I don't you know if you remember him from Just Shoot Me, but his line, uh, famous line from that was, chicken pot, chicken pot, chicken pot pie.
2: Oh, yeah. So I'm watching oh. that
1: version of David Cross, and then I go and watch this movie, and it's yeah. totally different. It's very... Weird contrast, but it was very funny. Um,
0: but talking about Oscar Bates, holy shit, this is uh, Oscar Bates. Oh, is for such, sure. We'll get is, into that in a second. This, it's such an Oscar Bates.
1: Yeah, I'll definitely talk about that in a second. Uh,
0: <laughs> but I, <laughs> I mean, I mean with, with the casting as well, like Meryl Streep, Tom Hanks, and like everywhere you see, see you see famous people on the screen. Like, just beginning there, it's Oscar Bates. And it's, like, it's Steven Spielberg.
2: Right. We'll
1: talk about it in a second. Because I've got something to say about it as well. Uh-huh. But, um, where was I? Oh, right. Uh, came out, uh, limited release, December 24th, 2017. It actually came out, the release date in the U.S., uh, major release, January 12th, 2018, so they did a limited release just so they could get it in 2017, so it could even be considered for the Oscars. Because <laughs> technically, for wide release, it came out in 2018. But uh had a budget of $50 million. Woo! Uh, Gross so far in the U.S. is $73.3 million. Mm. So it actually has not made that much compared to like the movies we talked about last week, which made a lot more than this mm-hmm. has. Uh, but this spent a whole lot more money. Uh, worldwide gross, 83, uh, 83 million. Uh, 116 minutes long. Uh, this was produced by Amblin Entertainment, DreamWorks, and Participant Media. Some pretty big, uh, production companies there. Uh, let's get a little description. A cover, uh, a cover-up that spanned four U.S. presidents pushed the country's first female newspaper publisher and a hard-driving editor to join an unprecedented battle between the press and the government. Mm. That's pretty much the breakdown of this. Uh, this is some propaganda about propaganda, <laughs> is what this movie is.
0: And it has a huge of cast. Just l- let me go, it's like... Really, super fast Meryl Streep, Tom Hanks, Sarah. I already did that, Fro. (laughs) Bob Orton. It's like who's who? It's like Alison Bree is in this for fuck's sake. David Cross. Who's who of everything? Yeah, this is a propaganda film about propaganda. And it feels like that from the start, doesn't it?
1: Uh, yeah. Like Fro said, this. Is has Oscar bait all over Woo! it? Uh, like you, it's got Steven Spielberg, it's got Meryl Streep. Yeah, uh, those are two automatic Oscar bait things. But really, it and it's also about the Washington Post. Yeah. which in this day and age, uh, people think. Uh, are, people have been attacking the Washington Post, but really, what this is going for is like, uh, it's it's going off the idea of the whole fake fake news thing and Donald Trump. People believe that Donald Trump's attacking the press, uh, and that's definitely what it's going off of. But it also is about this female newspaper publisher, so it also has this feminist angle happening at the same time. Mm-hmm. So it's got all those kind of core uh, political messages in it that are relevant to the right now, uh, giving it a very good chance of winning. So far, of the m- movies I've seen, I see this one winning uh the best go- best uh picture oscar yeah uh what do you think from
0: oh definitely definitely <laughs> uh
1: it definitely tries to portray the washington post as like the underdog uh newspaper that's uh just there to you know put out stories to help the american people right which it may have been that then but now it's owned by jeff bezos yeah. who owns Amazon and is the yeah. richest man in in the world. Yeah. Literally the richest man ever that's ever been owns the Washington Post and he has a deal with the CIA. Right. He has a 600 million dollar deal with the CIA and he owns the Washington Post. So they're now the Washington Post is basic propaganda for the state and this movie is propaganda about a newspaper that's propaganda for the state. So right. it's trying to make The Washington Post look good. Uh, and, I, I mean, as far as the, how it was very well acted, but you it's can't, I mean... It's a good movie. Sure, yeah. It's, yeah. It's boring. There, it's I mean, it, it's not an exciting action fuck. film or anything like that. It's all talking. It's <laughs>
0: it is boring as fuck, but it's a good movie.
1: Right. Uh, yeah, the, uh, overall, it's it's a good movie so yeah. what a, let's uh, let's do the out of ten I guess what do you think a seven I'm gonna totally agree with you and say a seven yeah. yeah I mean it's good but the underlying clearly political purpose of making it yeah that just dis- it's distracting for me as a, a mov- movie goer so that was favorite. my problem with it Next
0: movie we are going to cover is uh, Dunkirk. You have not seen this, right? I have not seen it, no. No. Uh, I'm going to give you the little, like, about first. Uh, Allied soldiers from Belgium, the British Empire, and France are surrounded by German army and evacuate during a fierce battle in World War t- Two. I was almost going to say three there. Uh, this is uh, made by Christopher Nolan and it stars uh, Fine Whitehead, Diamond, Bonard, Enard, Bernard, Lean Armstrong, and James Bror. Never heard of any of them. But it also uh, has some uh, uh, by Mark Rylance and
1: Tom Hardy. I was going to say, yeah, it's got Tom Hardy in it.
0: Yeah. And it's maybe most known for having that one guy from One Direction in it. That I don't remember.
1: I don't know any of the guys from One Direction, but... Me neither.
0: So this is a war movie. Uh, It's nominated for eight Oscars, believe it or not. Uh it had a budget of
1: $100,000. No, $100 that, million. I was going to say, that cannot be right. Yeah, $100 million, there yes. you go. $100 million.
0: Uh, it did the gross of uh, almost uh, the double of that, $188 million, uh, by December 21st, 2017. And... Uh, $525 Mil- so, 525. Yeah. Five hundred and twenty five billion dollars
1: worldwide. Million. Five hundred and twenty five point five million worldwide. And this came out in July, July 21st, 2017. So it, it's had a little bit of time to to build up money. It, it's not one of those ones that came out in December so. It has a runtime of uh,
0: one hundred and six uh, minutes. And, uh, this is, uh, Christopher Nolan's, uh, first, uh, war movie. And, uh, the soundtrack is written by Hans Zimmer. (laughs) Oh, that's cool. I, yeah, I really want, uh, I really wanted to like this. I think that's
1: one of the reasons why I did actually, um, We got to get that war movie in the Best Pictures Oscars. Like you can't not have a war movie in there. I'm. I wouldn't be surprised if the military, U.S. military, actually just pays the Oscar people to just make sure you got a war movie in there. We don't care what it is. Just make sure it's in there. It is really, really
0: pretty. It's a really Christopher Nolan movie. Um, I don't think it as is as uh, Oscar baity as the other movies but it's definitely not like contender of the best movie I've ever seen. I was never bored during this. Um, This is one of the first uh, war movies I've seen since The Tin Red Line, and I don't know if you've seen that. Have you seen that movie? Came out
1: at the same time as Save It Private uh, Ryan. I think I think I've seen it, but it would have been like forever ago. So, yeah. Uh,
0: this is the first War movie after that that I liked. Actually, um, it is it is uh, kind of good that it has three storylines that is uh, in different times, but also together. Like okay. one storyline is is like oh, twenty four hours there. And then the other storyline is, like, you have this time here, and they all, like, go together. It's really, like, I, I love Inception. You know my love for Inception. It's one of those movies I've seen maybe the most times. Inception's, like, I I, 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 I adore that movie. And I see a lot of, of Inception in this war movie. Huh. And That's weird. Uh, and that in a in a good way, in the way it's filmed and 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 how Nolan is kind of uh, keeping to himself, like he's keeping to his vision, he's keeping kind of his Nolan esque feeling about the movie. Sure. So I saw this in the movies uh, with my friend Tron, and uh, not the throne that's on the podcast, another throne. Uh, and when we came out of this movie I I think he said something like this. Uh, like it was moving but it wasn't trying to be moving. You get what I mean? Like it's it's just portraying what it's portraying instead of being something it's not. Huh. So I, okay. I I really like it. I I will give it eight and a half out of ten. Oh, all right. Yeah. Then we have the last movie, Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. Of you and me, watched it so. Why don't you go first?
1: Yeah. Okay. Uh. Info. Uh, well, uh Martin McDonnie McDa- da- Down. Yeah. How do we say this? Martin McDon. Don. Martin McDone Martin McDony <laughs> I don't know. He, this guy directed out. it. <laughs> it's got uh yes. Woody Harrelson uh let's see France McDormid Caleb yeah. Landry Jones Sam Rockwell uh Jason Redford uh, let's see is there any, really anybody else big big in here? No, not really. No. Not really uh, uh came out December 1st. Notice how all most of these movies come out December 1st and the ones that don't are the only ones that don't seem like Oscar bait, but uh mm-hmm. this had a budget of 15 million. Uh I, was it We had Get Out which was 5 5 million last yeah. week. Uh and we had another one last week that was 10 million and then this one's 15 million. So we're just kind of mm-hmm. moving up by fives on a lot of these movies. Uh, opening weekend of this movie, only got $300,000.
0: Yeah, but it's limited release. So.
1: Right. Uh, so far, this movie has grossed in the U.S. $45.6 million. Uh, 45. 6 million uh, worldwide gross, $71.3 It's produced mm. by Blueprint Pictures, Film 4, Fox Searchlight. Uh, it's 115 minutes long. Uh, this is one thing I noticed about these movies. is like they're all pretty much right around two hours. like Or yeah. shorter. And they're, usually you'll have some pretty long movies. Like three hour movies. But these are all pretty much so far just straight three hour movies. Uh, Schindler's List
0: was fucking long. I remember that. What was? Talking about uh, Schindler's List.
1: <laughs> well, yeah. that's Talking yeah.
0: about long movies that got Oscars. Sure I mean
1: yeah. I think in in the his uh in history of movies I mean even last year I remember there being a couple of three hour movies uh yeah, yeah but uh this movie is about uh, a mother personally challenges the local authorities to solve her daughter's murder when they fail to catch the culprit uh why don't you start with what you thought of this movie overall fro
0: I really 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 thought this was a funny movie. <laughs> To be so serious. Um, I think Frances McDermott is fucking fantastic in this. I think uh, her portrayal of this crazy woman uh, putting up this three billboards uh, is one of the best portrayals I've seen in a long time. Uh, but then... <laughs> I have some small problems with it. And one of the problems I have have with it is Woody Harrison, believe it or not.
1: Um I liked him in it, but he wasn't in it for all that long. He was only in it for maybe half the movie and then he did some voiceover bits with the where where, mm. where there were letters that he left for people, but you right. know, he was only in it for maybe half the movie until he was no longer in, in it, not to spoil anything.
0: Right. no. But yeah, uh, I think maybe uh, he could be a better cast. Other than that, I think it uh, it was really good cast. I like the story, and I like the humor. Uh, it's not boring at all, and uh, I really enjoyed the ending. I I don't
1: feel like this is uh,
0: Oscar bait. What do you feel?
1: Uh, n- no, and yes. Um. There's this is um, this is like uh, last week's movies where this is about one thing, but it has an underlying message about
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, ra- racism and police, uh, the way police deal with uh, civilians ev- in everyday life is what this movie is mm-hmm. really about, where it, there's this other story about her and her kid, which it, it's about that. But the un- there's the underlying message, which is more important uh than maybe the rest of it and that part I find very interesting. Uh especially the cops uh his turnaround story in the movie is the most interesting yeah. part about it. Um oh, definitely That I see those underlying things I can see those as being kind of Oscar Beatty, but mm. I I didn't think this movie was as funny as you did. I know it's billed as a comedy. Uh but I didn't find it find quite funny. as funny as you did. Maybe I thought yeah. it, maybe I went into it, and when you, when we were talking, you're like, "Oh, you should definitely see this. It's it's funny," and then I watched mm. it, and I was expecting it to be funny, but it wasn't as funny as maybe I was expecting. So I think that was but one my. It's not comedy.
0: It, it isn't comedy. It's a crime drama, but I think it's funny because, uh, especially because of Francis McDermott's like uh, uh, betrayal of this woman. She is funny.
1: Uh, okay, yeah. I Maybe I just thought it was that because you told me it was funny, and then I watched it, and I was expecting mm. a comedy, a, a little more comedy than it was. Like, I wasn't expecting okay. it to be full-on comedy or anything. But I went in right. fairly clean, like, not knowing anything about this movie um, when mm. I watched it, and I I just like Woody Harrelson. So maybe that mm. made me go, oh, that was the first part where I was like, hey, oh, Woody Harrelson's in this? And I got a little excited to watch the rest of it once I saw he was right. in it. Um Overall, I like the message of the movie. The ending is a little like, "What are you? What is the moral here at the end?" You mm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's mm. no real moral uh, no. set. It's kind of like leaves it op- open-ended in a way,
0: mm. in and a very like strange
1: that. way. Yeah, but I like that. I like <laughs> that ending. I mean, I like it. It's just, uh, it doesn't give. It's not. It's not selling you on one message or another. No. But no, there is no, not, no, not really any worry. good guys in this. Story. Everybody's no. kind of a oh, bad no, no, guy. No, no. So... Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. what are we going to do uh, out of 10s? Ooh, this is hard. Uh, I will give it a 8. I'm going to give it a 7.5. Okay. Yep. I think there was a few things in the editing that could have been tightened up a little more. And maybe uh, some, some of the storyline... Uh, points that could have been uh, resolved better. Specifically, the one uh, guy who shows up at her store or whatever, and then there's the, the, the other employee that works at the store. We see her, and then she gets in trouble yeah. with the cops, and then she just disappears for the rest of the movie. Yeah. Did you notice yeah, that? Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah, there's a few things in this that didn't quite work storyline wise, but uh, they're just little things that probably only I would notice. So. Alone Together,
0: episode uh, 5. Uh, we moved this a little up because we are going to talk a lot about movies. So uh, Yeah, we last week we have a little...
1: talked so much movies in a row that we were like, well, we yeah. gotta cut, split this stuff up a little bit. And we do that with Alone Together, episode 5!
0: Uh, maybe the episode I have actually most notes about because there was a lot of things happening in this episode.
1: That is true. It. I, I. saw this episode and was kind of like, "Wow, this is a. This is going to be a heavy notes episode, just because yeah. it's kind of complicated. The storyline in this. Well, it's not that
0: complicated, but yeah.
1: Uh,
0: Esther and Benji at the Benji's <laughs> re, uh, brothers' uh, place, and the brother has uh, uh, gone uh, gotten this figure from a. Uh, a uh, girl that he tells everybody is this crazy girl uh, called Amanda. And this figure is uh, kind of, uh, what would you call this? It, it it's is a fer- It looks like a
1: fertility idol to me.
0: Yeah. Uh, uh, it's like a, a fat lady without her head, more or less. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Benji gives his brother the idea that uh, he should t- take a, a picture with Esther to show that uh, uh, show Amanda that he has moved on, and how Esther is his new girlfriend in quotes unquotes,
1: but and, that uh, that he's moved on to somebody who, what he calls him that's an ugo right. So they they're tell they're basically right there in front of Esther saying that she's not good looking, and Esther's like totally going along with this because the brother wants to he wants to break up with this girl but he doesn't want to have to break up with her so what he's doing is he's gonna uh post that he's hanging out with esther who's not good looking so that the lady will no longer be attracted to him because he dates not good looking people that's the whole idea here right and i
0: have a problem with that premise but we will talk about that at the end of this episode because is she really that ugly? <laughs> uh,
1: they're in LA. We got to remember that. So everybody in LA is like a, a bit better looking. Because that's it just is LA. I don't know how to describe it other than that. <laughs>
0: uh, I, I don't buy the premise. I just don't get it. But we will talk about that. Uh, so Esther makes herself beautiful. And Benji says that she looks like a ratchet. And... Here I have have the notes that I wanted to make. No, he says
1: I'll, I'll just... you're supposed to look ratchet. Like that's the yeah. whole point. You're she's like putting on makeup and stuff to take this picture and he's like, "No, you're supposed to not look good. Don't make yourself look prettier. The whole point is you're not oh, supposed never... to look pretty." but but what
0: when he tu- when she turns around with her makeup up, um, he says, "Oh, never mind."
1: Right, yeah, totally.
0: Cuz the so... makeup she
1: did it really badly. Exactly. Yes. Yes.
0: And I, I just pretend like I I I I don't Yeah. Okay. But I, anyways, I don't get this.
1: It's because uh, the whole idea here, Fro, is that mm. the lady that he's dating is crazy and won't they she won't split up with him. And when he tries to break up with her, the brother, she all she does is continue to like call him and get a hold of him and everything, and he's like trying to get rid of her and he figures uh, or Benji's <laughs> idea was if she mm. thinks you're dating ugly people, she won't want to date you because she'll think you're be- beneath her. You know what I mean? But here, here's the fucking
0: problem with the premise. That lady, Amanda, is much more uglier than Esther. What? <laughs> no, she's not.
1: Oh, she's like a yes, supermodel, she is...
0: fro. She is Fucking atrocious according uh, according to my personal taste.
1: Okay. Luke,
0: I think <laughs> Esther looks much more beautiful than Amanda does in this show. Um,
1: okay. But much I mean as far more... as like the idea of classical beauty, Amanda is better looking because she's her body type and everything else. But she, but she looks
0: fucking old. She looks fucking atrociously old. She looks uh... like she's
1: no, I don't get that, Fro. But that's fine. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, we don't. We agree to disagree.
1: <laughs> I don't okay, think Esther then... is bad looking. I think Esther's yes. really good looking. I think if I was if I was in a bar and those two ladies walked up to me and tried to pick me up, I would probably go with Esther because I would look at Amanda and go, "This lady is a snob," <laughs> and I, I don't mm-hmm. want to deal with a snob. But uh, when it comes to like classical. Uh, beauty, as in like high cheekbones and very skinny uh, waist and all that stuff. Uh, Amanda is the classical, more classically beautiful. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah. Mm. But but how how they are training this poor <clears throat> girl as so fucking ugly? I don't.
0: Sorry, you don't like that? Yeah. I
1: understand, but that like no, the don't. character even from the begin, the first episode. Remember where she goes? They went to the smoothie shop, and she's like, "Oh, yeah."
0: I understand her self
1: esteem okay. is bad. It's not not
0: her self esteem I'm talking about, but it's how they are portraying her as this fucking ugly bitch. She is not this fucking u- ugly bitch, and that bothers me when, when right. But it's a comedy like show. You got
1: to remember the, that's the, the comedy in of her character is that she thinks. She's really Mm -hmm. bad looking, but when she's actually not as bad looking as she actually is, like that's the comedy here. Okay. Because, because I'm in America. It's a play on American society where Mm. everybody is supposed to look like a supermodel, and it if Mm. you don't look like a supermodel, you're ugly. There's like no, Mm. it's black and white, and so that's the joke. Is like she, it's not really black and white, but in her mind, it is. Like there's ugly and there's not ugly. And she mm. wants to be a pretty girl, but she's not. But yeah, uh, the the whole thing with her taking the picture with her br- with the brother is she wants to be part of the good-looking crowd. You know what I mean? Mm. And so she's mm-hmm. he him just paying attention to her. She goes, she gets really excited, even though she knows it's all fake.
0: But the problem is also how narcissistically asshole this brother is. I mean, he's such a douche.
1: Anyway, that's his uh, comedic character. It's like over the top like, so douchey like nobody's really like that douchey. Right.
0: Benji is uh, taking pictures uh, of Esther and uh, the brother with pizza sauce and Esther goes, do you want to kiss or not? And the brother goes, you Uh, uh, not really. (coughs) Uh, Esther spills uh, pizza sauce on the brother. And he tells her his t-shirt costs a hundred fucking dollars. Like, he said a thousand
1: dollars actually, Fro. A hundred dollars. Yeah, you underdid, but you missed. Yes. It. She she's trying to lick it off. She's like yeah. licking it off, and he's she's like, "Oh, I'll buy a new shirt." And he goes, <laughs> "Yeah, this shirt That's costs a thousand dollars." Yeah.
0: And uh, yeah, he goes uh, shirtless, and Esther talks about cleaning his shirt and uh, how. Uh, he, he hates uh, she they both hate cleaning uh, benji comes back and esther asks uh, asks uh, the brother to tag him in the picture yes <clears throat> a bit later and esther is really ha- happy uh, that uh, the brother has tagged her Esther wants to order t-shirts with her and her brother <laughs> and the brother on <laughs> and uh, I. this this was kind of funny like but it costs so and so so and so much and they were talking like yeah but you would wear one wouldn't
2: you right? and he goes <laughs> like,
0: yeah I would but still you shouldn't order t-shirts with a fake r- relationship on it and he, she goes like I don't care if it's fake still real for me like she's she's a wrestling fan that doesn't want to admit that wrestling is fake
1: sure yeah I get, yeah kind <laughs> of
0: so um, Benji stalks Amanda that was uh, big brothers uh, psychic uh, uh, like psychic uh, uh, girl. and uh, brother uh, comes and uh, uh, says uh, it worked and calls Esther again and he wants uh, them to stay in to get his delivery but then Benji wants to have a hot Yaga class and I go go like what the fuck is hot Yaga class and I had to google that and found out that uh, that I will never ever do that (laughs) so big brother uh, makes him stay at home and uh, ding dang, there's someone at the door, and it's Amanda. And uh, Benji is nervous, but Amanda finds him funny, and leaves him her phone number. Ooh.
1: <laughs> and Benji's like, "Oh yeah, there's probably just lotion and nail polish all over that phone from all the girls who leave leave me their phone number. So <laughs> don't worry about that. that was funny. Yeah, you're just that an, was you're funny. just another girl leaving her phone number for me. So
0: yeah." Later, Esther is uh, looking at pictures and drinking coffee. Esther thinks uh, it's a win-win-win-win-win-win-win situation uh, when Benji tells her uh, what happened with uh, Amanda. And uh, Benji calls her and uh, gives uh, the phone to uh, Esther. And Esther goes like, uh, Benji's phone. Uh, I. Oh, yes, let me transfer you to him. Oh, that was my psychic is uh, really bad. Uh, what did she he call her? Uh, my uh, bad assistant?
1: <laughs> sure. I don't even yeah. remember. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And uh, he invites her to dinner and he accepts. And Esther is really happy when Benji tells uh, uh, her that the brother will be gone from the apartment to a ball. And they are planning something, and Esther grabs the statue that we have seen before in the episode. Later, uh, Benji's brother is coming in so angry that somebody has thrown a new statue in his window. And I was like, is he that fucking stupid that he doesn't recognize that it's the same fucking statue that he had all the fucking time? (laughs) And I go, no. He's not that f- fucking smart, is he?
1: No, he's not that smart at all. And he's very <laughs> self-absorbed. So he just assumes it's that it's Amanda doing it because yeah. he thinks that, you know, he, he to him, he's the center of the universe. It yeah. can't be any other reason. It has to be no. because of me. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, Benji says uh, uh, that uh, uh, he has a really good plan that she should take uh, uh, Esther to the ball and make... Amanda really really jealous and make her break up with her. And uh, the big brother is like laughing at it. But then Benji makes a point and uh, big, uh, the big brother takes her shopping. So Esther tries this dress from the kids' apartment because she says that fits her. And they see another small kid trying on the same uh, dress. And the mother goes to, to to Benji's brother he goes your daughter is so cute <laughs> that was funny
1: yeah that was good
0: yeah Amanda and the brother uh, and Benji sorry in uh, the brother's apartment and she sees the invitation to the uh, ball and she wants to confront him Esther uh, at the party being funny and small talking and uh, Esther is uh, uh, really having the attention on her and right, really taking the small talk. But uh, then Benji comes and tells them that Amanda is there. And Amanda now tells the truth. And uh, Amanda wants to confront uh, Benji's brother. And uh, Esther uh, says... Uh, that uh, no, you can't, because he's, she's his plus one. But now Amanda tells the truth, and now it looks like they were really boyfriend and girlfriend, not really crazy stalker chic. So she gives another story than the big brother has. And uh, Esther is angry for at uh, Benji for bringing her that. Then uh, they uh, see a waiter comes with uh, the food order, and she goes like, No, I didn't uh, order this, and, 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 but I will take it to the girl that did it. <laughs> right. And, and, and Benji goes, she, he didn't believe you. You know that, right? <laughs> She's like, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Uh, They go outside the ball and uh, someone thinks that Benji is the valet. Uh, Then uh, Amanda comes and thanks him for getting um, the big brother and uh, Amanda together again. And then again, somebody thinks he's the valet. And he's like, what the fuck am I wearing?
1: (laughs) Everybody thinks that I'm the (laughs) valet. And the part where Esther... Esther is talking to, uh, to Amanda and she's like, I just have one question before you go. And Amanda's like, yeah. And Esther goes, is it funner to be pretty or, or smart? <laughs> <laughs> because she she's goes, still Talk. trying to figure out how to be, yeah. you know, in the in crowd. And to, yeah, Amanda goes, uh, smart. And Esther goes, really? And uh, no. both, both Benji and Amanda go, no, it's, it's no. pretty. It's pretty. <laughs>
0: Yeah, but uh, not as good as episode as the episodes before. I think I think this was the worst episode, but uh, mainly because I don't get the premise. I get the premise, but I don't understand it. I,
1: I think but... you would have to be like somebody who lives on the west coast of the United States to get kind of because this is a very west coast attitude of dealing with relationships and dealing with people, uh, kind yeah. of thing, and it's about it. You got to remember that this is all, they're portraying characters over the top, uh, that it's a, it's a real way people would act, but it's, it's, you know, they're, uh, taking the, taking the volume up to 11 with the, how people would actually act. You know what I mean? It's not,
2: mm-hmm.
1: mm, it's, it's over the top, but it's in a way it's realistic. Cause like I, I've known people who are kind of like these people, you know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know. Maybe it is just that it's a West Coast thing, and you're from Norway, and you don't really. Yeah, I don't okay. see. I don't even think if you were on the East Coast of the United States, you'd probably feel the same way you do, Fro. But I don't know. I don't know.
2: Mm.
1: Have you seen the movie this week? Uh, let's see. Did I? Uh, well, besides the two movies I watched for the Oscars um, uh, last night, I watched Jimmy Door from youtube on the joe rogan podcast Mm. which was very interesting uh Mm. i
0: love the joe rogan podcasts
1: right uh and you know i like jimmy Dore a lot so i was Mm -hmm. intrigued to see that he was on there and uh he's gotten i think jimmy Dore has gotten a lot more credibility in the last uh year I mean, oh, yeah, I, I've been posting stuff from for a long time, and now it's like oh, yeah, I think yeah. people are really recognizing that he's a force on on YouTube. YouTube. So I think that's kind of yeah. cool.
0: Oh, definitely. Oh, I can't wait to see
1: it. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. a very good podcast. It was very informative, and they talked. I mean, they talked a lot about comedy because they're both comedians, yeah. but they yeah. also talked a lot about mm, politics and other things. So
0: yeah, check out Joe Rogan podcast, everybody. I really, really recommend it.
1: I'm, I, it's good. Sometimes it's like I, I only really listen to it when it's got somebody on. I really am interested in seeing or hearing. Mm. Um, he's a, he, He's got weird opinions, Joe Rogan. He's kind of right wing, but, yep. but he's also got liberal opinions. I mean, I would say he's more of an independent than anything else, but some of his more right wing ideas, I'm not necessarily 100% behind him on those, but.
0: I saw Phantom Thread this week, because we're going to talk about it next week, so I'm not going to say anything more other than I saw it. Okay. But yeah, it was either really, 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 really amazingly good or not. What you can other? guess. <laughs> yes. Uh, let's do another digital review of 1517 to Paris.
1: Okay. There's the train oh. that we're clearly talking about in this 15 to 17 <laughs> to Paris.
0: Runaway train, never looking
2: back. The uh, shut the heck
1: up. <laughs> uh, this does not look well acted.
0: <laughs> Did nope. they
1: just find random people that weren't actors and have them play these roles? What the hell is going on here?
0: I have still never seen a bad Clint
1: Eastwood film, so... Oh, this is based off of actual events, I think. Mm. What? Now we're... We're... We just jumped ready? in time, I think? You but you can only do that the and another jump in time, clearly. Oh, uh, the girl from the office. Oh, is that who that was? I didn't even. Yeah. I didn't even look at the face. Yeah, you see it. Mmm. I'm seeing uh some pro warp stuff going on here. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, there she is. You
0: recognize her when I say it, right? <laughs> uh
1: I just didn't I I didn't notice like she was hugging the guy, so I didn't really see her face in that yeah. one shot. And but when I saw her hugging the guy the second time, then I did yeah. see. It. Oh my gosh, this trailer is like going all over the whole movie, isn't it?
0: Yeah.
1: Okay, this looks like Oscar bait. This looks Oscar bait. Uh not well, I mean it is it's it would have to be for next year's Oscars, but I mean it's possible. Usually they wouldn't bring bring out a movie this early. I think the reason they brought it out this early in the year to be honest with you Fro is cuz it's bad. Um oh boo. Uh okay. let's see. Uh fi- the 1517. 15- to Paris from Clint Eastwood comes the 15 to 17 to Paris, which tells the real life story of three men who, whose brave act turned them into heroes during a high-speed railway ride in, early, in the early evening of August 2015. The World Watch in stunned silence as the media reported a thwarted terrorist attack on TAL's train 9364 bound for Paris. I don't mm. remember this happening at all. Do you?
0: Me neither. Okay.
1: But it says that uh, the world watched in in stunned silence. But I don't remember us mm. doing that. So. Uh, this has five point one out of ten on IMDb. Uh, twenty three percent on Rotten Tomatoes, I believe.
2: Oh, <laughs> oh,
1: oh! twenty twenty four. It, it's gone up one one percentage point. That's not
0: super good, is it?
1: No, that's bad. It's very bad.
0: <laughs> yeah, even your chinchilla hates this movie.
1: Hmm.
0: Hmm. I found uh, half a half star. Do from Hannah J, do not see, uh, do not go see, do not go see. That's good English. <laughs> Terrible acting and poor storyline any and all the action has been shown in the trailers if you decide to go you can skip the first hour not worth your time how can you go yeah I agree chinchilla uh
1: yeah i, I, I where was that from again sorry uh rotten tomatoes <laughs> <laughs> all right from hannah uh. Jake and I, I also to...
0: found uh, uh, a right. also sorry. I also found someone that that didn't rate it uh, and put it uh, like uh, not interested and just said, "I'm baffled. They didn't use professional actors." So,
1: oh you, my gosh, that right. that's what I said. Yeah. yeah. Did they really not use professional actors, or he just no. is that a joke?
0: No, they didn't.
1: All right, I got a I'm couple from the it. Facebook. Uh, yeah. It was super easy to find review. Sometimes when I do the Facebook, it's mm. I have to go through, you know, a lot of different posts to sometimes find a good like a review that it w- it will be good on the show. This one, it was like every review on the or every post on this uh, movie page, it was seemed like they were talking about how bad this movie was. <laughs> uh, mm. I got one from Tim Crank Kranick. Uh, Clint Eastwood, I'm under the belief... Oh, no, that's not the right one. Sorry. Uh, R- Ryan Fuller. Literally the worst movie ever. I-, I don't care about the meaning or what's behind it. If you want to see an entertaining or even watchable movie, do not, I repeat, do not see this. Uh, I will regret seeing this movie for the rest of my life. Good on those boys, though. They're heroes, uh, not, but not actors. <laughs> that's what it says. Uh... Yeah, it seems like actually they have
0: actually uh, cast everyone that was there.
1: Oh, the actual people who were playing in that. Yes. In the, so they didn't actually have real actors. Oh, that's that's yeah. not good. It kind of does a disservice to the people who were because it, if it ruins the movie, it kind of, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Here's one from Aaron Medina. Uh, this movie is a fucking abortion. Looks like Clint Eastwood has all time, all, Alzheimer's. Stupidest idea ever. Of course they can't act to save their lives. Uh, uh, the, the even worse than the tone, theme, and plot is the shameless attempt at a conservative imperialistic propaganda. That's all. If uh, that's all it is, two hours of of imperialist recruitment video. That's
0: what it says. I am uh, looking at Wikipedia. Uh, It's based on an autobiography. And it says, The film stars Stone Sadler and Scarlett as
1: themselves. So, yeah. Here's a good one. Uh, Alex Berlin says, Currently in the theater. The projector is way too dark. I assume it was the projector, considering the commercials looked okay and I told them to fix it. I don't know if they will, but no amount of saving the picture quality could save this film. The dialogue is worse than Fifty Shades, these guys can't act at Ooh. all, and the movie is just horrible. The plot is just not there. Pretty awful movie. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: That's sad. I, I could go on and on from the Facebook, because there's so many people that are saying the exact same kind of thing. So
0: Yeah. So... One, two, three, four, five people are playing themselves in this movie.
1: Yeah, and I mean, you think if you're going to have people who weren't actors, you would get some really good actors as supporting cast yeah. so that they could yeah. work off of them, you know what I mean? But it doesn't yeah. seem like they even did that, so. Do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, I think I already did it this week, but I'll plug the Audible trial. Uh, go to audibletrial.com forward slash another digital citizen and get your free trial of Audible. Get a 30-day trial and a free book. uh, Cancel any time and you get the book for free and you still get to keep it. So go do it. It helps us out.
0: Thank you so much. And uh, you can uh, check me out when I talk a lot about wrestling and I will do that with Bill. My friend or wrestling man on that wrestling show, please check that uh, podcast out. Coming next week, we will do news of the week. We will do our final best picture movies uh, The Darkest Tower*, Phantom Tread, and Call Me By Your Name. We will do that. We will do Elimination Chamber predictions. We will do Alone Together episode 6. And we will uh, do another digital review of Early Man. Early Man, never heard about this movie. Uh,
1: it looks like, <coughs> excuse me, uh, looks like a claymation. Wow! Oh, yeah. Oh. Look, kind of like it might be done by the same people who did. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, Wallace, and, Wallace Gromit. and Gromit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. That's all next week.
0: From America and from Norway, have a fantastic Valentine's Day, and we will see you next week. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody.
1: Goodbye, citizen.